0: It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.
1: I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader.
0: And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker.
1: We're The Insiders. So, Scott, we've got this big federal bill that's sending a lot of money out to the states, a lot of money out to individuals as well. Uh, so the state of Wisconsin will have some pretty substantial resources here to help address some of the effects of COVID. Uh, how do you see this happening? How do you see it being doled out? And uh, I know there's a bill in the legislature to uh, give the legislature some opportunity to have input on this. What's your take?
0: Well, I tell you, I, I think the federal rescue bill is uh, showing up um, uh, when the, and the, when the fire has already been put out. Um, you know, this legislation was predicated on the idea during the campaigns that state and local governments were gonna be decimated financially from the pandemic. Um, and recently the National Tax Foundation put out an analysis that said state and local governments together all across the country are short a total of $2 billion from where they were projected to be in revenues. Many states have surpluses. And so, how much money is the federal government going to send to those states when they're out two billion dollars? Well, they're going to send 195 billion dollars to them. So they're sending a hundred times as much money as the whole that was created by the pandemic across the state and local budgets all across the country. Um, I spoke with an official in another state um, who's been designated by their governor to be the person to oversee this money and put it out, and he just said, "I have no idea." how we spend all this money with all the strings that are attached in, in, in a reasonable and wise way. It, it, the, he's, he's just stumped at how they're going to take all this money and spend it wisely. Here in Wisconsin, of course, we have a surplus. We have a huge rainy day fund. Um, and we have more money raining down on state and local government. I think one thing we can say is a casualty of all this is Governor Evers' request to raise taxes in the state by a billion dollars. That's not going to be a problem in this budget if we're already a billion ahead with a surplus and the federal government is shoving more money at us than we can possibly spend wisely. I don't think that's going to be a problem. The legislature is not going to pick up uh, the governor's request to raise taxes by a billion, but the legislature may not have much say about this. I, I realize that they're trying to put forward a bill uh, that would give the legislature more say about uh, how this money is spent and Frankly, that's happening in a lot of states. It's reasonable. The legislative branch is supposed to be the branch of government that appropriates, uh, not the executive branch, but um, in the end, there's no reason for the governor to sign that. He's going to want to retain that power. He's going to veto it, Uh, and most of the say over what this money will be spent on will be from the Evers administration.
1: I think that the, the, looking forward, the reason that the money is being given out is so that we do not have a, an economy that collapses or, or is tepid in its growth. We still have a lot of people, even though unemployment has gone down, people have to understand that that rate does not necessarily reflect what it would take to get to full employment because what happens is an awful lot of people just remove themselves from the workforce and they're not counted for unemployment purposes. So what we want to do is we want to get a, a an economy that accelerates coming out of this. And all almost all economists nationwide are saying this is a good shot in arm. I and states will spend this money, and that's what we want. We want the individuals who get this money to spend it. That's why it's been targeted to people with more modest incomes. They will spend it. And also to governments that we know have special needs. What they're hoping is that there will be enough money put into the system so that there will not be a slowdown. And in fact, there will be an acceleration of infrastructure projects, for example, anything that we need to do to bring ourselves back to the ground zero when it comes to healthcare issues. So that's what it's for. And I think it will have the desired effect and economists nationally are saying that that is where we're headed. I think that if you look at Wisconsin, Governor Evers just signed a a bill that reduced taxes by $529 million, it's a huge reduction Of course, Scott didn't mention that. I can't imagine why. But that also created a $300 billion deficit, which the Legislative Fiscal Bureau just talked about, with regard to the budget. So we do need this money, and we also need the federal health care money, which the um, legislature is refusing. to Oh, and by the way, the federal government just told us that there is another billion, not million, billion with a B, billion dollars that we will get if we accept the federal health care money, which will help fund healthcare for more people, but also give us more money to take care of infrastructure and other projects that we might wanna do. This is an opportunity for us to surge ahead, And this is, let's take that opportunity now that it's here and do something with it. Now, let me comment briefly and and Scott is right. The governor probably will almost certainly will not sign a bill that the legislature says saying, hey, we wanna have some savings. I would say that that wouldn't necessarily have to be the case, but you know what? After two and a half years of a, of a right-wing legislature, and they are right-wing, not being willing to compromise or give Tony Evers any wins, the same approach that Mitch McConnell had, that their whole job is to make sure that he doesn't get another term, as, as McConnell famously said about Barack Obama. That's what the Republicans have done. They have not been willing to work with him in any way. Just yesterday, the building commission, on I don't know what it was, 20, 30, 50 votes, knocked down Governor Evers' entire building program has suggested they'll come back with some money. That kind of attitude does not breed a situation where you're going to get cooperation. And what's amazing to me, if this were Chuck Wallace as governor, I could see it because you know what? Chuck Wallace would probably be scorched earth on the Republicans as they are with him. But you know what? Tony Evers is not that guy. Despite the protests of Scott uh, or of uh, Robin Voss. And, and all of the other Republicans out there, Governor Evers really wants to work with these guys. And they insist on slapping him with the back of their hand consistently. That's what you're going to get then. Is if you can't work with him for two and a half years, no, he's not going to let you play in the sandbox for that billion dollars that the federal government's sending. What do you expect? And again, I think it goes back to people in the state, I don't think want that. Unfortunately, I guess we've become tribal enough that some will, a lot of people are willing to accept that. So going forward, this will be good for the state. We'll get more jobs. We'll spend the money in a way that will help us not have a floundering economy it'll be good for all of us.
0: Well, here's the insider's tip uh, for our audience. Uh, Chuck, you're right. The governor did sign the Republicans tax cut that they passed to the legislature and he's going to do it again later this year. And then he will run in 2022 on the Republican tax cuts and not on the, on the billion dollar increase that he proposed himself. You just watch.
1: Scott, remember this tax cut was driven by the federal government. It was something that was going to happen, whether Democrats or Republicans were in charge, because people rightfully, elected leaders, don't want state government tax forms to have a whole big difference from what the federal government. Oh, yeah, no, I I agree. But
0: but the Secretary of Revenue was walking around the legislature telling them, if you add this PPP tax uh, forgiveness in here, um, the governor will veto it. The governor will veto it. And the governor signed it, just like he did the last tax cut the Republicans passed, and like he's going to do it with the next budget and the next tax cut the Republicans passed. He's going to sign it because he's smart enough to know it's better to run in 22 on tax cuts than it will be to run on tax increases like he's proposed.
1: I'll tell you what, the good thing is people in Wisconsin are going to have less taxes, and by and large, it's going to be largely for small businesses and for individuals will be benefiting from some of the things that happened nationally. And it was just making this consistent with what the federal government did on taxation. That's what this was, that's what was passed, whether it's a a Democratic or Republican legislature, it could have been all Democrats in charge, it could have been all Republicans in charge, or it could have been a mix like it was now. This was foreordained, there's nothing unusual here. This is not a Republican tax cut, this is just a tax cut.
0: All right, we'll continue to argue about that for the next year. We'll see you soon. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.